Hi, I'm Gia Puyat, and this is Kwentong Creatives, a podcast to get to know the stories, strategies, and lessons of Filipino creatives from different fields. Kwentong Creatives is produced by Anima Podcasts. Okay, so as you all may know, things are starting to open up again, and the nightlife of Manila is starting to just come alive again. And one thing I'm really excited about is the stand-up comedy scene. Comedians right now, I feel, have so much tension and have built up so much material throughout the two years of the pandemic that things are just about to explode. And I am really excited to get to see what that scene has to offer. Maybe because I just need a way to process everything that's going on or I just need to laugh. But there's just so much talent in the stand-up comedy scene, and I think we have a bright future ahead of us. If you want to do stand-up comedy, there are other people who can do a workshop first. You can check if I'm okay with my jokes, and then I'll perform. Stand-up comedy will teach you that the best way to do it is do it. And if you fail, at least you learn. Failing is such a, such a natural part of life na kailangan siya mangyari. Kahit sabihin nung baby step siya, half a step, a sliver of a step, an inch towards your goal, it's still progress. Kaysa tumitigil ka lang, you're remaining stagnant. So that was Red Oliero. He is one of the comedians that for me stand out as the super hardworking creatives constantly working on his craft. And lately, he's been selling out his one-hour specials, which I just got a ticket for on May 6th. I'm really excited for that. And by the time this episode airs, hopefully there will be more seats available. But yeah, Red has kept up very active social media presence during the pandemic. He made fun of a lot of things that I think we needed to laugh at, and it was a big relief that he did those things. Now he's helping out the campaign of VP Lenny Robredo as the hype man during the rallies and that's something he took from his heroes in professional wrestling something that we talk about later on but yeah we cover a lot in this episode i had a great time talking to red and dami kong tawa um but we cover everything from the creative observational comedy the hustle of self-promotion and marketing the joys of performing in front of a crowd and a lot of just random laughs so i had a blast talking to him he is a legit funny man and i hope you enjoy my conversation with red oliero yeah so welcome red to quantum creatives really appreciate having you here um you think you could just introduce yourself for the audience for those who don't know what you do uh, my name is red oliero i am a stand-up comedian more than anything else I do because I also host, act, write, produce. Uh, recently, I uh, hype man ni Lenny Robredo. I also wrestle and also uh, produce wrestling shows before the pandemic. So, yeah. Um, I think I think people mostly know me as a stand-up comedian. And yun din yung gusto kong parang primary identification nila sa akin is just I do stand-up. Nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah, definitely. I want to get into all that later. Yung parang sa wrestling and producing your own content, marketing for yourself. Um, but usually we, I like to start it off with some context, no? Parang background mo lang. Um, and mostly, 
Because when I talk to musicians, you know, mostly for them, how they wanted to get into music was from a specific band they listened to or a movie about music. I remember when I was a kid, I enjoyed a lot of comedic movies. But the first time I really heard an audio clip of, you know, someone telling jokes in front of a mic, in front of a live audience was... Um, Rex Navarrete <laughs> and one Rex of the Navarrete, mga flash animation the right? yeah. mga Marites and yeah. the super friends uh-huh. early internet videos um, so I'm just curious what it was like for you yung unang exposure mo sa stand-up comedy o paano ba I think it, the same eh. Rex Navarrete din pero before that nga uh, like I was really into like my favorite thing to watch is comedy and uh, heavily Consum- consumer na ako ng comedy like mga movies ni Jim Carrey mga ganong klase Eddie Murphy those movies syempre Adam Sandler movies and then uh, I discovered yung ano rin yung comics din ni Paul Medina Jr. yung Pugad Baboy and then syempre my my parents knew my, my interest so my dad always kept giving me like mga joke books mga ganong klase he's the one who also introduced me to Paul Medina Uh, and then at some point I think uh, one of my classmates had me sent me like a flash animation nga yung SBC Poppers sa newgrounds.com parang ganun so wala pre-YouTube pa to eh si Rex Navarrete went viral pre-YouTube so wala pang videos online puro mga flash animation lang and then they did like Marites and the Super Friends not, not knowing na it was a stand-up bit turned into an animation. Nakala ko ganun lang talaga yung format niya. Tapos I think my friend lent me uh, a Boy Bastos or Husky Boy. Like an album by Rex. Tapos pinakinggan ko. We would always, I was always listen to it like talagang uh, to the point na memorize ko na siya. Ganong klase. So doon ko na-discover na oh may ganito pala na na craft of stand-up comedy. And I've always wanted to try it pero syempre wala sa Pilipinas. So pero at the back of my head parang be really cool to be a stand-up right, comedian. Right, right. Oh, so, how did it become from you were a fan of it to, okay, so I'm going to finish this. Because I think as a musician, it's more gradual. It's like, oh, I'm going to learn the guitar. But the jump na oh, I'm going to go on stage and tell these jokes in front of a live audience. Parang, how does that happen? That, that's a good, ano, that's a good insight, actually. Oo nga, no? like parang yung mga musicians, kasi, you know, you can get into music so many ways here. Like sa church mo or sa, group, uh, sa, sa school mo, di ba? your friends might be into music, your family might be into music, and dami because super established na siya, di ba? Comedy, wala talaga. Like I guess I was one of the early fans of stand-up comedy here sa Philippines. By the time na uh, I did it, I was already a fan of like so many comedians. Like sila Dave Chappelle, Uh, Dimitri Martin, Pablo Francisco, madami. As in, like, I consumed a lot of comedy, stand-up comedy before. Uh, lalo na nung time na yun, when I started, kaka-boom lang ng YouTube eh. So YouTube was like, oh shit, ang daming stand-up comedian dito. Pinaparad mo lang sila, tapos tuloy-tuloy lang, you just consume and you consume and you consume. Mamaya-maya, nag-totorent ka na, nagpipirata ka na ng mga stand-up special, mga ganong klase. So, uh, when I joined, there was like a contest from Jack TV same as Vic kay Victor na Lafapalooza tapos parang inisip ko you know what I've always wanted to try it uh, and ayoko and usually hindi ako ganung tao like parang I I don't I don't uh, really 
dive in that quickly into things. Pero matali ko na kasi siyang gustong gawin. Tapos parang inisip ko, if this doesn't happen now, it might not happen again. So sinabihan ko yung mga college friends ko na, samahan nyo mag-audition, tapos pag dinray ko, pag dinray ko tumakas, pigilan nyo ako. Because knowing myself, I'll be like, oh, si Ormo now, si Ormo papakita. Alam mo, yung mga ganang klase. So, yun. They did their job. Hindi uh, nila ako pinasiar at all. Dito ka lang, ganyan-ganyan, everything. Tapos, I did the stand-up bit that I thought of like the night before. Tapos, okay naman siya. It went well. It, in front, it was in front of like three, four people. Parang ganun lang. Crucial din yun, ano, na may, ano, parang may accountability friends ka na pa, oh, yeah. makapatakasin, ganyan. Ano, parang to make sure na y- y- you stay true to your word. Kasi sa kanila, madali lang yun eh. Alam mo? <laughs> like, parang okay. It would be my pleasure to have you go through this bullshit. Diba? So, masaya siya. Alakang bagay din pala ng ano, no, event na yan, yung ano, sa Jack TV. Um, <laughs> you, you so si Victoria yung isang kabatch mo were there lots of different mga aspiring comedians at the time yeah 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 oh uh, I think yung active na lang dun sa batch namin is tatlo na lang which is ako si Victor and si Ryan Puno who is the the founder and director of Solid OK now so all of us pursued a real career in comedy talagang real as in like in parallel yung yung track namin uh, towards the, the comedy world. Parang, I mean, we took like different routes. Like si Victor mas nag-talent. Ako, I, I, I really wanted to go to uh, writing before. At the same time, still did doing stand-up comedy uh, and producing my own shows din. Tapos si Ryan went more of like the director route uh, and also heading up yung Solid Okay, like his own comedy studio. So it was it was fun kasi you're puro may kasama ka eh the whole time and we went from being students to becoming stand-up comedians together and then we all almost graduated kasi magkakabatch din kami sa college we almost graduated at the same time went to work together sa iba-ibang industry namin and honestly resigned together para nag-resign si Victor nainggit ako nag-resign ako, tapos pinilit namin si Ryan, mag-resign, nag-resign din siya. So, and then we started to pursue comedy like more seriously. Parang ganun. What was that uh, that moment like na nag-decide kayo? Well, I guess nakatulong na kasi may mga kasama kayo, but ibang-iba yan from I tried to do stand-up comedy in this contest before to years later, I'm gonna leave my job to do this full-time, diba? Parang, that takes guts, diba? I mean, what, what was that like for you um, in kind of having that moment na, okay, ano na to? All in na to? Ewan ko ba kung delusion siya or guts? Kasi a lot of people say, oh, that's very brave how to do. At that time, kasi we were young and we thought na, uh, we thought na parang if we don't do it now, uh, we're gonna end up like a lot of people na kasi we ako like personally I see a lot of people grow up and parang ang dami nilang regret parang <laughs> every time kasi I was in advertising ito yung career naging career ko for after graduating tapos I would uh, tawag dun I would be around people na so talented they're so very talented people but they're stuck they, they I don't know if they're stuck or they choose to be in the advertising they feel like uh, gusto nila yung work na yun and everything. Pero when they talk about their passions, 
parang I feel like they're so competent and parang inisip ko, parang ginagawa niyo, ba't ka nagtatrabaho? Parang, as parang I guess they're stuck in the hole na natipong, okay, mataas na isweldo nila, I guess. Tapos, uh, parang, it's such a big thing to leave now because you they, you've, you've built your whole life on it. Diba? So ako parang inisip ko, okay, before that happens, <laughs> kasi simula oh, simula masaya eh. saya di ba parang ganoon tas parang uh, you you learning from these creatives di ba sasabitan mo minsan then and I won awards kasi parang uh, tawag dun, I was w- with a really good team and uh, so yung konting contribution ko na here and there swerte agad kasi parang nanalo agad ng awards like I won awards in, in Cannes Uh, London International Awards uh, uh, kung ano-ano pang mga yung mga awards na binibilang ng mga advertising people and I got it like what parang two years in parang ganong klase so parang inisip ko shit parang masyadong mabilis to parang this was supposed to be just like a fucking you know thing that I do until I find out what I want di ba? parang it was fun pero it was taking too much of my time din I realized na daming tao dito, and daming tao dito, and they spend a lot of time at a place that they kind of despise din. Kasi parang nobody wants to be at work. And but you're there like fucking 16 hours a day. Kasi toxic yung advertising, diba? So parang ako parang, ah, sige, I'm, I think I'm young enough to make mistakes. So nag-resign ako. At the same time, maraming factors din. Like kunwari si Victor resigned, I think si GB resigned at that time din, si Alex din. Alex Calia resigned then at that time. So, nainggano talaga ako to to take the leap and everything. Pero ang plan ko lang was just like two two like three months or six months of it. Ganun lang. Eh wala, hindi na ako bumalik <laughs> sa sarapan na. Parang ganun. So, I think it's more of hindi ko alam masabi kung bravery, but more of parang it's just a decision to to be more comfortable or to be more Uh, happy eh. uh-huh. parang ganun eh. so it was very self ano tawag dun? talagang self-serving siya <laughs> <laughs> time no? I kind of remember that I mean um, the time when Comedy Manila was coming up and then nagiging para option siya na uy may ano na may stand-up comedy na yeah. may Pinoy stand-up um, mm-hmm. and then usually you know it's kind of tied to the places na nakaka-music gigs ganyan sa mga moves may mga open mic ganyan Um, can you describe for us what it was like um, when you were setting up these shows? Because very DIY, shadow and I guess yeah. you guys didn't have anyone that paved the way of how to do it before. Wala, so, wala. Yeah. Yun, lahat yan. We used to be part of a group called Comedy Cartel before. Tapos parang uh, it was more geared on. Okay, using stand up as a tool para pumunta ka sa sa TV or makaska dito. I mean it wasn't a it wasn't a like looking back, it wasn't a terrible. I guess parang I would understand kung bakit ganyan yung uh iniisip nila magandang trajectory for us. It was managed kasi by some people. Pero kasi kami, we really enjoyed the stand up comedy shows. Eh. So when Comedy Cartel was thinking about okay, ilibre natin yung mga entrance fee natin para we get as much exposure as we can. We were thinking about hindi dapat bigyan natin ng entrance fee tong mga shows natin because we don't want to end up like music wherein sobrang oversaturated na ng industry na people take it for granted. Right. Like people don't pay for music yeah. anymore. 
Alam mo mga ganun. So we wanted to be like if it's expensive. Oh, we we, we want to be we want to establish now. You have to pay for us because you know, it's hard. It's hard what we do, mm-hmm. 'di ba? And I think we also recognize then the fact na konti lang kami and we can control this the mentality kasi we're starting from scratch. So we learned then from industries like in music or other art uh, 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 other other artistry or other crafts. Kasi uh do namin nakita na okay if we lowball ourselves too much parate we might end up as people na alam mo mura na lang diba yeah. or or people don't pay for mm-hmm. now we make it to a point na sobrang bihira kami mag free show if it's a free show we get a talent fee na malaki from someone who produces the show or uh, if it's a free show it's open mic lang like it's experimental right, right. nobody nobody does long sets it's just nobody does Use, uh, nobody does uh, great jokes si talagang ano lang experimental or pang practice lang we were trying to learn how to do it uh, while doing it <laughs> pero at the same time it it wasn't kasi pag inisip ng mga tao ngayon before oh magkano yung ganyan yun magkano yung inuwi nyo per gig 1,500 lang minsan minsan puta kumakain lang kami ng pansit sa gig <laughs> parang ganun okay na kami parang ganun kasi inisip ng mga tao, grabe, nag-grind talaga kayo. Pero nung time na, you, when you're asking what it was like, it didn't feel like grinding because we loved what we were doing. Like, uh, we would go tomato kick. Ayaw ko nang naman tomato kick sa Katipunan. And we had Wednesday nights there. 10pm, Wednesday nights. Tapos, me and Vic and James would go to Katipunan siguro mga 4, 5pm. Katambay kami sa Copyrotty. I think the Copyrotty still there. Yeah. Yung copyrighty na yun, then we would write jokes and then we'd get up for like 10 minutes or 8 minutes at 10pm late pa mag-start minsan 10.30. Tapos pagkatapos nun, tatambay kami hanggang mga 3am just to drink and everything. Uh, Tapos and talk about comedy, talk about ano mga plano, mga ganong klase. Siyempre nagpa-fantasize kami kung ano yung mga gusto namin gawin na in the future. And it didn't feel like grinding. It, what it was like uh, more than ilang hours ka nag-commit dun, pero it didn't feel like a job at all. And I think that's what we, that's when we knew na tipong, okay, uh, sulit siyang i-pursue, di ba? So, Alin, yeah, that's the best kind of grind. <laughs> mm. Yung, I'm curious now about the the audience, no? Kasi, medyo bago siya nung panahon na yun, naalala ko. Parang may someone's gonna stand up and tell jokes in a bar. Eh, yung parang perception ng maraming Pinoy ng stand-up comedy doon was like yung they, they make yes. fun of someone on stage, ganyan. Yeah. Tapos very slapstick, ganyan. Did you guys feel that kind of shift na when you when you first started doing live jokes para may expectation na, na, na nag-iba down the line eventually? Definitely. Uh, we had, parang for the longest time, Parang until recently lang eh. But for the longest time, we would always have a problem filling up the first row of seats. Ah, oh kasi they didn't want to be near the stage kasi they'd feel like parang sila yung magiging victim mm-hmm. ng gabing yun. Parang ganun. Parang, and then we would always urge people like, or we would we would come up with pag meeting kami, we would come up with oh, how do we solve this? Okay, dapat may announcement tayo na hindi tayo okray people. So we would always have a voice of voice over na ah, Comedy Manila is a point of view uh, observational some bullshit buzzwords that we come up with <laughs> uh, stand-up comedy 
uh, group and we don't uh, insult we don't insult the audience so feel free to occupy the seats in front mga ganong klase we would do that uh-huh. and uh, so we had to explain what we are for the longest time sa jokes like uh, and eh, naalala ko dati pag gumagawa kami ng poster andun lahat ng info kung anong klaseng show siya stand up comedy show ganyan ganyan sa caption parang may ano pa may nakalagay pa na disclaimer na hindi kami nang ocry ganyan ganyan blah 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 and you know we were trying to educate people na it's fine masaya siya until you know nagkaroon siya ng following uh, because of it uh, and then i think people started to understand people started preferring now to sit in front kasi alam nila na it, hindi naman ako mahihira or parang if ever magkaroon ng interaction it's going to be cool like it's going to be a cool banter between comedian and audience hindi siya yung tipong ah kuya titi mo parang kikiam ganun classing i mean it's funny as fuck then para naman like i would watch them perform nakakatawa pa rin siya pero hindi yun yung ginagawa namin eh. so uh I think one thing din na maganda na ginawa namin was that we didn't do comedy bars. Like we barely see, did. Oh nga, like maraming, oh maraming tao na maraming tao na they were like, oh, but di ka pong nasa comedy bars. Until now, like comedy bars always offer us na, oh, but uh, gusto mo ba na isang gabi dito sa ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. Mm-hmm. And we were like, ah, parang kasing, alam mo yun, parang we're, we're trying to educate pa rin kung anong klaseng comedian kami. Siguro ngayon, maybe I'd consider it kasi more people know it now. Yeah. So, hindi na maapektuhan kung anong klaseng comedian ka. Pero before talaga, we consciously avoided it talaga. Yeah, that's why I find it so cool. Kasi parang grassroots talaga siya na... I mean, that's you guys. Like, you're the, the group that kind of um, made it uh-huh. more of like a, a familiar option. Kasi naalala ko yun, parang may yes. balikbayan akong kamag-anak na sabi niya... Parang wala tayong ganito sa Pilipinas, no? Parang may mga stand-up comics. Eh, but he wasn't here for like five, six years. And when he came mm-hmm. back, I was like, dude, may ano na, may mga comedy Manila na ganyan. So, it's really cool na parang, I mean, that's still you guys. And now, um... Ma- maano uh, siya, uh, I think, is- isa rin siya sa mga tawag dun, mga hinahanap ng tao, randomly sa internet, may makita kang inquire. Well, mas, mas, mas malala dati. Oo. Uh-huh. Uh, na tipong bakit walang parang Dave Chappelle or or Chris Rock or, or mag-site sila ng mga stand-up comedian dito sa Pilipinas sana meron kasi sawa na ako sa mga ganyan-ganyan-ganyan and ako parang what? We've been around since 07 alam mo yun so parang iniisip ko parang okay shit uh, I think we need to do something to 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 you know step up the ano and ang 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 uh, pinag-agreehan lang naman talaga namin is do good shows like we do always good shows when we when we ticket when we do a ticketed show parati siyang maganda we make sure people go home happy spread word of mouth and everything hindi pa kami masyadong digital noon sa pandemic lang kami nag-digital which i think kind of benefited us then uh with with like knowing uh with people knowing na oh, puta yun yung reaction nila migrate to pala dito ang tagal ko nang tagal ko nang naghahanap nito ganyan ganyan klase so, mali din namin yun because I na yun mag-post online dati. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I do want to ask about the posting online and the marketing that comes with all of this. No? But what, I mean, now we're in 2022. Things are different. People are more familiar with that observational style comedy. Um, can you point to any, is there any difference ba? Do you feel like nagka-moment ba na 
uh, your name and not and the other comedians' names were more familiar, people are more, you know, um, expecting something else. What what changed? I think uh, there was a time nung pandemic na people were starved for content, and at the same time, so people were just stuck at home looking for something to cheer them up. And at the same time, they were us comedians were looking for an avenue kasi nawala ang kami ng stage or looking for a new stage. So I thought of, why don't we do shows via Zoom? And then we did that and medyo sa simula, like we were attracting 80 people, ganyan, ganyan. Like at the end of the year, I think we filled up like a 500, 500 people in Zoom. Parang ganong klase. So uh, slow, slowly developed it and everything. And then I think what the work we did sa pandemic where you all got podcasts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. Like every other person in the world, we all got podcasts. That's one that helped spread then. Ako personally, I'm, I was one of the comedians na adamant in recording sets. Mm-hmm. So, eh, sila parang hindi nila masyadong pinaprioritize. And honestly, ako parang, okay, sige, let's record this, record, record that. Or I was also adamant at doing like one-person shows in a, in a theater. Uh-huh. Like, uh, theater shows were like, yun yung parang pinaka-feeling ko na kailangan gawin ng, ng comedians at that time. And then we were doing that as nagka-pandemic, nawala yung momentum and everything. Pero we recorded, I have a recording of one of my specials. So, I started uploading that. Kasi ako, wala na akong mabigay. Wala na akong content. Live at the ko. Paper Lantern, you mean, ba? On... That's one. Yeah. Oh. And then before that was also yung, yung mataba sa Power Max Center Spotlight. I think napansin ko na, na lumaki yung following namin individually mm-hmm. was uh, the amount of people, I guess, messaging me of when where is my show. So it was like an entire year and a half of that na wala pang show sorry wala pang show sorry and then when I finally released yung when I said na okay March 12 may show ako um, bilis ma sold out like I've never sold tickets that fast in my life like ako lang ah me alone and ano pa like parang uh, I think the last time I did Power Max Center Spotlight my ticket was like 250 tapos ngayon it's 600 <laughs> sobra tinaasang ko <laughs> That was, uh, and then after that, after that, I did that show. And daming na inis, kasi parang ang konti lang pa ng tickets, blah blah. Because when I sold like what 160, I did two shows. I sold like 170 tickets each, parang ganun, in one night. Tapos um, nagrelease ako siya. Fine, kung na fomo kayo, baby bili pa ba? Because I thought na parang one and done ako, and I'll just do bars after. I'm like this is a game pa. So I contacted one of the art theaters then before na contact namin. And madali lang naging process and everything. Tapos, dude, nagulat ako. I sold it out in a day. It was like 290 seats. And I've never sold anything in my life that fast. So ako parang, oh shit. Ito ba talaga? May, may, I, I know after a pandemic, historically, nagsasurge ang, Live, oh, ang events, yeah. ang, 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 ang art scene, ganyang klase. Pero I was looking at other people's shows. They don't, they don't sell out that fast. Maybe they sell out, but they don't sell out that fast. And that's when I realized na parang, okay, we got something here. Yeah. And abang mainit siya, <laughs> bawian na natin. <laughs> Gamitin na natin. Kasi I know, like I know a lot of people who are, uh, tawag din, uh, na nagkaroon ng moment in their spotlight and 
nawala siya bigla, diba? So, yes. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use the the most I can do with it. So, yun. Masaya siya, man. Uh, fame is not really the thing I'm aiming for. What I really wanna do talaga is just people to watch my stand-up comedy show. I, I think yun din yung parang uh, difference ko with like other artists. Mm-hmm. Like, may mga ibang tao na kunwari, they do something and then pag nagkaroon sila ng mainstream success, they leave that. Parang, okay, uh, theater person ako and then ngayon TV actor na ako. Nandun yung two theater. Parang ganun klase. Or yeah. I double in theater. Ako baliktad. My empire is gonna be built on stand-up comedy. <laughs> ayokong, oh, ayokong ng, ay, like, I do movies because I feel like if you see me there and look me up, makakanood ko ng show. That, yun yung purpose ko. for everything. So, stand-up comedian, yun lang talaga yung gusto ko, honestly. Kung pwede akong hindi sumikat and then people would still buy my tickets and and uh, makakuha ako ng sold-out show like every month, I would I would, I would would be a very happy. At pwede yun nga. Kailangan ng, kailangan ng konting fame eh, to, to do it. Ganda nga eh. No, I like what you're doing kasi parang at least na nakikita ko from outside, parang balance yung presence mo everywhere. Mayroon Spotify presence, may comedy album, which I love. I mean, like, I don't really know many Filipinos release like yeah. comedy album. I'm the only one. Yeah, I mean, it's so... Apart from Rex. It's so, no. ano eh, parang classic siya na parang yun lang, yun lang yeah. siya. Walang, walang music, right? It's just laughter and a guy telling jokes. And, you know, it's, it's something I would send to friends. It's cut up per, mm. per bit. Alam mo yun? And um, well, I just l- like how you approach that. Um, parang I think I said with with creatives and musicians or artists, parang may hesitancy to be vocal on social media or put your to shit, put out, your shit there. out there, de right? Because usually, uh-huh. I mean, you know, a lot of people are introverted or they feel like they're just clout chasing or whatever. But there's a weird, I don't know, parang balance, because eh, you need to put your name out there. But I don't know, so parang to shove your content on people's faces, you know. Paano, anong mindset mo sa ganyan? Parang, how do you self-promote and be out there, you know? So, for a while, ganun lang yun, nasa isip ko. Self-promoting wasn't really a thing that I really wanted to do until parang, I think I grew up and then realized na, okay, I need to do something. Na parang, uh, either, I gotta put my name out there. Like, kasi, kasi dati, Comedy Manila group act, di ba? Gotta put my name out there as a solo act. At nakikita ko, uh, nakikita ko na, people like Alex Calia. Si Alex Calia is really good at that. Like, no, unapologetically promotes himself. And a lot, and you know, people, you will draw flack from that. Kasi parang kapal naman ng mukha nito. Feeling niya, ganyan siya. Feeling niya, ganyan siya. And honestly, yun yung nagpe-prevent sa atin ngayon eh. Kapag, kapag uh, from us from shining mm-hmm. that mentality na kasabihan ka ng trying hard yun fuck that man oh yun, yeah i yun. saw your video Did, on that like that that, that resonated because <laughs> oh, it's true it's a weird cultural it's true, diba? ano yun. it 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 was from a joke from a fellow comedian si Marlon Olivan he had this bit na parang this the, the only the only country where you're making an effort uh, is an insult Parang ganun yung joke niya. Na patawagin kang trying hard. Diba? Parang, can you believe that? You're, you're ano tawag doon? You're getting insulted for being better. Parang ganun. Or trying to be better. Diba? 
So, nag-resonate talaga sa akin yun and I made it kind of like a philosophy. And I know you're like, it's a joke, pero alam mo yun, it really resonated with me na, oh nga, no, putangin na, bakit tayo ganito? Bakit tayo ganito ang klaseng tao? No? We, we, uh, we're so anti-effort. Yeah. Parating ganun. Parang, para pa nag-effort ka and you fail, it's like, ah, tangin na, pag-tripa natin taon to kasi nag-feeling siya eh. Alam mo yun? Uh, yun pa, yung so, word yung mindset na nag-feeling, di ba? Uy, feeling nito pa. Oh, yeah, diba? no, exactly. Di ba? Why, why is it not valid? Alam mo yun? So that and a combination of a lot of people then that you follow, like uh, mga inspiring words from people, uh, tawag dun, from, from people like sila Conan O'Brien, yeah. uh, be kind, work hard, amazing things will happen. Diba yung mga sinasabi niya? I watch a lot of boxing movies, so the underdog yeah. winning, the, <laughs> no? malaking bagay sa akin yan. Uh, so, and wrestling, of course, mm-hmm. diba? So wrestling is all about uh, fulfilling your dreams diba? making it to the top so uh, it was a combination of all that and then realizing na bakit nga bakit ka hindi pwede bakit hindi pwede why, why the fuck not so when I realized that started booking myself in shows na, na theater recording it nobody does that diba release ako ng comedy album which I had like I had myself drawn like but I've never done that like ano mayon like oh, Rob Jam. Si Rob, okay. Oh, kita drawing mo. Parang <laughs> <laughs> parang sobrang narcissistic, <laughs> 'di ba? Pero parang inisip ko parang dude, people do that sa states unapologetic. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, uh, this kind of art is quite narcissistic by ano eh, by trade because you're telling your point of view. Mm. Eh. So I guess dapat pag binarket mo, huwag ka na magpaka-timid and everything. Go go all in na. Uh, that kind of mentality, I think, yung, yung, ano, if, if, if you are, if you want something talaga, you have to work for it. And, hindi lang, hindi siya yung tipong, mauku- I think the one din na-realize ko is, hindi yung tipong makukuha mo kaagad ng isang iglap lang. Kasi mm. I feel that, lalako, oh, mag-viral ako once. Tapos, mag-upload ako ng ano, and then do a show, and then people watch me, and then, you know, that's gonna be, that's gonna be my shot. Ito na opportunity. I always just saw it na parang magkakaroon ako ng shot and then and then yun na yun. Parang uh, I won't uh, <laughs> I'm trying not to quote Hamilton pero I'm not trying to throw away my shot. <laughs> parang ganun. So uh, tas yun na yun. Parang yun na yung magiging uh, ticket mo to fame or glamour the, the, whatever. Pero I think I realized din na parang no, I think you gotta be consistent. Mm-hmm. One thing that that's uh, tawag dun evident or one thing that's true sa mga iba-ibang content creators and artists is that they keep making shit. Yeah. Not all their shit are good mm-hmm. but they keep making shit. And lahat yun. As in like evident yun sa lahat. Lahat talaga. No, no great artist is like a, meron, may mga tao na may album na walang tapon pero may mga album sila minsan na okay, medyo malabo tong track for. Yeah. Parang alam mo yun, di ba? So, I think that then was the mindset of okay kahit pangit sige labas mo na parang ganong klase and you know, sometimes minsan yung pangit mong content may, may audience mm-hmm. yung kala mo parang dinakatawa to ah putya ang ganda tas nag-viral pa alam mo yun yung mga ganong klase so uh, just keep making shit out there na feel like you wanna you wanna put out huwag ka mahiya ayun bawal mahiya is also one of the things I write on my wall uh Kasi you're in fucking entertainment industry. Yeah. So, you gotta put yourself out there. Huwag ka na mag ng someone else to tell you 
ah, dapat ganito yung gawin mo, di ba? Ganda. Super crucial advice, man. Ganda. <laughs> pahaba lang na pahaba. Yeah. Madaldal ako eh. Yun din. Madaldal ako eh. <laughs> Di ko nga mag kung bakit. I felt the demand for comedy um, during the pandemic, for sure. As in, nag- I-, I bought one of your shows. Me and my girlfriend at the time, we were we were watching um, in our condo. Tapos sobrang relief siya. Event siya sa amin kasi... Uy, puta, may nakabook tayong comedy set ngayon. So, naghanda kami. May, may drinks, may pagkainod lang kami. <laughs> Date night Date share. Date night share. <laughs> I just feel like there's this building up kind of tension and demand for the live show, no? And I, I guess I can use that as a segue to your your live set, no? Um, it's called Finally. Na, um, you just had one in March. You have one coming up this May. Um, can mm-hmm. you take us through what kind of preparation that was like? I mean, sobrang ano ba yan? May halong kaba? May halong ano? How did you even test the material? How how did that add up? Uh, like, if I'm gonna come back after two years, parang kung wala kang sex in two years, <laughs> yun gusto mong first sex mo. Masarap. <laughs> That's terrible. Terrible uh, analogy. That's the quote I'm gonna pull for this podcast. <laughs> mas mas magandang mas magandang analogy na lang. Nag-diet ka ng sobrang tagal. 'Di ba? Like you're probably not having carbs for the longest time or or whatever rich protein na ano. So gusto mong first meal mo for your first cheat day in two years, yung pinagusto mo, mm. 'di ba? So, sabi ko, it has to be the theater I like the best which is yung Power Max Center. And then it has to be a theater show. And then I got talking to like the theater managers how how many people we can fill up and everything. Tapos ano yung mga medical requirements, mga like I had safety officers and shit like that. Nag-add up na yung mga gastos na isip ko hindi ata ako kita dito, wala na akong pakialam sige. Let's just go all in. I got like you know some some mga iba yung com- comedians then to do the front of the desk and everything. It was an all homey crew. Yun yung sinasabi ng mga tao, uh, sinasabi ko sa mga tao. It was an all homey crew. The people who sponsored the food was uh, your friend Go who runs Meshwe, my other friend who runs Tetsuo. Uh, my photographer was Sunny Takur, and si Sunny is like we go way back since ano pa high school. Magkakalala na kami. So uh, all homies talaga, since talaga lahat magkakaibigan and everything. Objective was okay. We're doing all of this. I'm gonna upload it somewhere that people will definitely watch it. And pag na-attract na Netflix, I'm gonna have a whole new hour ready na kagad wow. for Netflix after. So, uh, right now, I'm producing finally a series of shows nga para naman makabawi ako. Yung next naman, hindi ko na masyadong ginasasan ng footage para makabawi ako sa gastos. Uh, sobrang stress nung, yung unang... Kasi nakalimutan ko nang paano mag-produce ng show. Two years na ako nag-produce ng live show. So, ang dami ko nakalimutan. Dami ko nakalimutan sa bahay. <laughs> nabangga ako pa papunta doon nabangga ako kasi sa dulo nagsiskimp na ako ng gastos sabi ko ang dami ko ng gastos eh kukuha dapat ako ng driver kasi wala akong tulog ang ganun kukuha ako ng driver dapat and a, and a van sabi ko wag na puta 2,000 tayo na mahal puta nabangga ako ng tricycle papunta doon warak yung rear rear tire ko men kasi ewan kung ba't niya ginawa yun sa akin hindi ko naman siya inaharas or anything tapos Nung nabangga ako, tinignan ko na lang siya, umuulan eh. Tinignan ko na lang siya, tumangos, umalis na lang. <laughs> oh, Balik, bahala ka. Wala na akong pakialam. 
Tapos sinahabol pa ako ng ibang tricycle. Parang, uy, ba't, ba't mo ako tinatakas? Sabi ko, mukha ba akong tumatakas? Eh, ako yung binangga. Nakita mo, rear tire ko yung tinama. Paano ko ibabangga yung rear tire ko sa kanya? Tumaawa siya eh. Parang, ayoko nga, no? Ikaw pala yung binangga. Sige, sige. <laughs> parang hinahanap ka ng comedic situation sa parang parang sketch yun. Totoo eh. Parang ganun. So, nadala ko pa yung kotse ko sa venue kasi medyo malapit na. Pero warak na yung gulong ko eh. I had to buy new tires after. Honestly, yun din yung na-miss ko eh. Parang, aha, fuck. Aha. Pag, pag nag-zoom show ka, okay, send ko lang yung access sa mga aha. tao. Tapos na. Yun na, wala na problema. Ngayon, parang the, all the mishaps and the way you go through it, it makes me appreciate the the thing you're doing more. Right, right. I think sa production side, yun yung na-appreciate ko. Eh, pero, I mean, I could do with a lot of, like, I could do without being, you know, na bagao ng tricycle. Saan hindi nangyari yun? <laughs> diba? Pero, like, things like that. Like, ang dami kong katangahan. Like, nagpagawa ko ng suit na pula. Kasi my name is Red, di ba? And then, Bongbong Marcus started oh, wearing man. red. Yeah. Eh, eh di ba, Lenny ako eh. So, parang, I can't come out there in a suit na red. <laughs> so, I had, I had a pink suit made after. it. So, parang, fuck. So, what do I do with a red suit now? Hindi ko na alam. It's so, so ang dami kong extra gusts. <laughs> Kaya yung next shows ko, April 23, I'm glad. Thank you. Sold out siya. That's strictly just for me, bambawi ng gastos ko. And then, I'm doing another one in May. Kasi na-sold out kagay yung 20, I'm doing one in May and May 6. Na pa-sold out na rin. So, kung ano nakikinig kayo, bumili na kayo, huwag na kayo magpahuli. And also, ang nakakatawa is, ito yung pinanood ang nakakatawa ko, I'm starting to get uh, people from provinces na naiinis sa akin because I don't do shows there. Wow. So, so I'm planning to do Iloilo, Makolod, Baguio. Para ka ng ano, touring band. Pare. Para... Yeah, man. Oh, tas, tas, I, I do the numbers like calculator lang sa iPhone. Alam mo yun, puta kaya eh. Di ako malulugi. Yun lang yung, yun lang yung thing ko. Basta di ako malugi, masaya ako. I mean, di ba? Parang who else will do that? Di ba? So, uh, it's just, it's just really fun stuff to do. So, yeah. Iloilo is probably the first thing I'll hit first. And and then I'll I'll release siguro the the finally on video probably mid-year. Awesome. Dude. So peperahan ko muna yung jokes na yun. And then lalabas ko sa in video. And then after that I'm gonna well I'm working on it na. I'm working on the new hour. So gotta stay ready. Yeah man. Para just in case na Hello, it is HBO. Do you have a new hour? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. That, that, that's the dream. Like, parang I feel like pag nakadalawang Netflix na ako, okay na ako. Pwede na akong mag-fade away like si yung turtle sa Kung Fu Panda. Okay na ako dun. That would be a life uh, worth uh, living. Parang ganun. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's very fun, man. Yeah, man. For sure. Netflix special. Kaya yan, man. Manifest. Baka the next, yeah, manifest. next level will be you get to get slapped at the Oscars. By, uh, Fuck yes. By Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. I won't have my hands behind my back. I'm not going Okay, I'm, I'm curious about the... So, like, you just described what you do for the show. And dami pala para kang producer na, na creative, na talent, na, na lahat. I enjoy all parts of that. I don't know why. But sabi ni John Favreau tsaka ni Robert Rodriguez na creativity flows eh. mm-hmm. so if you're doing things for this it would flow into something else so that's why some of the guys like say the Tarantino they write 
they edit, they produce, they and they direct their own films, diba? Yeah. So parang yun yung iniisip ko na shit na parang yeah, fucking as much as I can, I'll do it all. Yeah, I I love a quote from Tarantino too. Then uh, I heard what he does when they're shooting movies with his crew. Cause the same crew yeah, for all his ten movies so far. Yeah. Um, and then they like while they're shooting, eh, syempre, sobrang hikap magshoot means kung ano ano ko yung conditions, ilang work hours. They just kind of stop though at some points and they just say, um, "Why are we here? Why are we doing this? Because we love film. We love making movies." Yeah. And that's really it at the end of the day, diba? Parang uh, it's like what you said, uh, na, reminder lang eh, You're just no? grateful yeah. to be doing this, making a living off oh, what oh. you're doing as a artist. Maganda yun. Tumayo ba lahibo ko dun? That that's a that's a good. That's a good reminder. It it really is. Uh, you need that sometimes because you get lost in the mix. Na tipong putang ina, wala mong kikita hindi to. Putang ina, wala man ano sa akin dito. And then maalala mga palabat, mga palaginagawa to, iba. So don't do this for money. Don't do this for fame. You do this because you just fucking love doing it. Yeah, man, all the time. Yeah, even me. Sometimes if we're shooting something and it's stressful, ilang days na and then. Parang isip ko, alam mo. And, and hindi siya, hindi siya avoidable. Oh my, Putang ina, yeah. nakakapagod mag-shoot ng ilang araw. <laughs> alam mo yun. At the end of the day, parang happy ka kasi you get to do this. Alam mo yun. Parang I, I wouldn't yeah. rather be doing anything else. Diba? So, um, I'm curious about the jokes part, the creativity part mm. of writing the jokes. I mean, you, mm. you talked about a lot about organizing the event or what, but what led to the new set? You said you're you're preparing a new hour. That's, That's hard, man. Like an hour of jokes. Mm. What what goes into that, especially during uh, our two years in the pandemic? Hindi ka nakapag open mic night masyado or whatever. Yeah. Paano yun? Paano yung, how do you build a new set now? So finally, uh, I had the benefit of not having shows for two years. So Zoom shows lang. So it's usually uh, like live versions of yung kumbaga parang yung buong pandemic yung naging open mic or naging trial and error stuff ko. So it's like the primest, greatest versions of all those jokes. Uh, and then sprinkled in with some like recent experiences and everything. The, 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 my process never changed eh, from since 2007. It's more, I, mean, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say 2007. 2007 medyo bano ako magsulat. Eh. So parang napaka-shallow. There was a point in time in my comedy career na I started digging deep. So before the jokes were like, ah, mataba ako, hindi ako kasi sa jeep. Kasi, <laughs> um, uh, sobrang babaw. Uh, oh, sumisilong yung mga kaibigan ko sa likod. Kasi, diba? And then, I started, uh, I think si Louis C.K. Uh, I know he's canceled as fuck now, pero Chatalage really opened up my mind on what you can make fun of. Mm-hmm. He cut off someone in traffic and then sinigawan siya. Hey, suck a bag of dicks. And he was like, and he left me. And I was curious because I had so many questions. How do you suck a bag of dicks? Do you open the bag and suck the dick individually? Or do you suck the bag on the side? Like, ano itsura ng bag of dicks? Are they like a bag? Uh, are they just like chicken parts? <laughs> Nabasa, or are they like sticking out like baguettes you know, in a paper bag? So I'm like, fuck! That's just one thing. Uh-huh. And he made like seven great punchlines out of it. Yeah. Yung attitude niya and everything. So I'm like, you can joke about anything. Yun yung nasa ko, parang, you can joke about anything if you dig, dig 
dig deep enough. Like if I'm doing fat jokes, I'm not just gonna talk about yung size, yung how I appear to people. I'm gonna talk about what I really feel inside. Another breakthrough was I started doing observational comedy. Mm-hmm. So ngayon, finally, I talk about a lot of the news na nangyari ng pandemic. Kasi wala ka naman magawa sa pandemic kundi mag-consume ng balita. Eh. Mm-hmm. Diba? And also like dating in the pandemic. Yeah. Paano kayo? How do you have sex in the pandemic? Kasi bawal kayo magkita. Mga ganang klase. So stuff like that. It's really fun. Kasi I think more than anything ever is uh, ngayon nagkaroon tayo ng something that we all go yeah. through. Yeah. Diba? So I think kaya siya patok. Yeah, so I, I actually wanted to ask then about the the other jokes na mas may social aspect. W- one of the things that came to mind is when you did your characters mas sila Mr. Evil Ideas. Tsaka si DDS 101 <laughs> yeah. with Bobby Manlupa. Yes, Bobby Manlupa. Na, na, bente, kasi parang ano siya eh, pasok siya sa satire. Hindi siya parang he changed the world. Pero sakto lang siya na matatawa ka tapos mapapag-isip ka din, di ba? Parang... Um, well, how did you how did you come up with those things and was it the same process na before? Uh, mas iba kasi hindi siya stand up eh. So parang I think the process was like how do I be entertaining in this format which is a vertical screen. Mm. So uh hindi lang naman yung ginawa ko like madami yung ginagawa trial and error din. Uh and then yun yung mga pumatok talaga. So um I think what I learned dito sa pandemic is like the act the acting part of the stand up comedy mm. really works kasi for the first time ever if you're performing on Zoom everybody sees the same thing for the first time and lahat nakikita yung mukha mo so facial expressions really work voices kanyang klase so i kind of like adapted that into yung mga content nga na ang objective ko doon was to tell people hindi sila bobo kasi mga tao parang tangin natin mo tong bobong to ginawa tong ganyan 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 no man sa giant lahat pare they 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 play, play playing 3D chess yeah while we're ta- we're while we're playing uh, 2D chess lang the normal chess sila pucha they're ahead of the curve like everything na ginagawa ngayon ng mga trolls and everything like they're playing victim tapos mamaya maya they're doing all this parang disinformation they they're all planning that alam nila yan so ako, gusto ko pakita sa mga tao ng time na yun na hindi siya something that they just like, oh, let's, no, I just stumbled upon this. Hindi, it was premeditated and they know exactly what's gonna happen. Kasi, ayokong, ayokong, ayokong i-choke up ng mga tao na sabihin nila, ginawa niya kasi incompetent siya. It's not incompetence. Mm-hmm. They choose to be evil. Si Bobby Manlupak, same. Kasi people start calling the trolls stupid. Mm-hmm. They're not stupid. They 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 play plan this shit, and how you react is probably how they expected you to react, and how they'll react, how they'll react from your reaction is probably premeditated or, baka may may guy na may corkboard na may mga yarn. Tapos, alam mo yun may may flowchart siya kung ano pwedeng sabihin or something like that. Uh, so yun. Inisip ko naman parang kung may troll army, I'm pretty sure may nagbibrief sa kanila. So, naisip ko lang si Bobby Manlupa. I just thought of like the dumbest sounding na nakakapikon. Dati meron akong kilala na parang lupak yung yung apelido niya. He's just the, parang kupal lang talaga siyang tao. Alam mo yun. Tapos lupak pa yung apelido niya. So, ako. Bagay. Kaming kong manlupak. Bagay, bagay yeah. di ba? Parang gano'n. So, yun, that, that kind of 
that was my way to help support kasi that, that time tinitira nila para si Len hindi pa in, this was before nag nag-attempt siya maging president or hindi pa siya nagpo-proclaim sobrang ito lang yung talagang active si Lenny sa sa pandemic tapos nagagalit yung mga mga tro, mga mga DDS people kasi minsan marinig mo si si Bobby Manlo pa magsasabi oh tigam to si si Lenny umeepal na naman nagbigay na naman ng libreng vaccination sa swabgab niya <laughs> sinasabi ko talaga ko ano yung ginagawa niya di ba parang ganun so it's my way to to kind of disseminate the information of what she's really doing is right. So, Red shares his experience as the hype man who helped introduce Lenny Robredo during her proclamation rally. And he channeled his inner Paul Heyman from his pro wrestling fandom and gave this rousing introduction that kind of went viral and set the tone for the rest of the campaign. So, I'll play a short clip of it here. So it was very, it was an honor to do that. Uh, I really believe in this candidate because, parang uh, for the longest time, pagbungoboto ko parang lesser evil lang. Pero talagang parang naniniwala ako na she can do some good. We might not, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure it's it's gonna be hard to do. Pero she's gonna do some good. Ganun din ako dati na parang elections dati. Parang, yeah, choose the lesser evil. But for the Mismo. first time nga now, I think it's a good sign a lot of creative people and are just like adding this parang what they can to the campaign. There's so many people inspired by her, di ba? Oh, it. Dati gumawa din akong commercial for her in December yeah. and then we gathered our crew mga different people in production who wanted to help out tapos nang nalaman nila para kay VP and daming nag-volunteer talaga ng work Damn, saka yung work diba? niya talagang hindi petics lang parang bigay na bigay so may mm. may iba no? may ibang feeling na I mean as mm. someone who puts up their own shows and makes you know efforts for themselves ano talaga eh you show up diba uh, you, you don't yeah, exactly. you don't miss debates you You show up for the work. Yeah, man. Even after the shoot, we mm. shot VP the whole day. Um, damning lines. Her campaign managers were there making her do different versions. Tagal namin. And then after the 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 shoot, she went home. Tasa like FB live pa siya. Tasa ako pagod na pagod ako. <laughs> parang di na magalaw. Tasa nakita oh nag live pa Grabe si VP. Siya. Uh, ano talaga siya? I, I saw it firsthand na. Ucang si pagiran tao. Nita pa bayan yun. Nalaman yun. And yeah, really hoping for the best for that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time, Naren, but um, maybe we should end it with just like some quick advice, no? like kind of general advice from anything you've gained from experience in comedy, in in performing, that. Um, and I guess I just want to revisit, you know, what we were talking about earlier. Yung nagka realization kana. Tega, but 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 why don't I try? Na maging trying hard, de ba? So. I guess my question is: Was there any mindset or skill or or lesson that you adapted in the last several years that has really helped you out? Yeah. The the main difference of Red Oliero 2018 and 2000 and now uh, is that 
I'm more willing to fail than anyone else. So, yung mentality of uh, I I get that na people are worried all the time. Like, if you wanna do stand-up comedy, may mga ibang tao na, pwede ba mag-workshop muna ako? Pwede bang check mo muna kung okay itong jokes ko? Tapos ako magpo-perform. Uh, stand-up comedy will teach you na the best way to do it is do it. And if you fail, at least you learn. Diba? So, matagal ko nang alam yun about comedy. Pero hindi ko siya gusto. Like, mm-hmm. parang pag nag-fail ako, parang, ah, hassle. Parang ganun. I'm really trying to avoid it and everything. Parang ganun klase. So, as much as possible, like, if I upload a video, uh, gusto ko sure ball. Ayoko nang, ayoko nang, tawag dun, ayoko nang magkakaroon ng negative comics. Hindi ko kaya. Parang ganun. Kasi parang, ewan ko, for some reason, it hurts eh. Kasi, yeah. uh, ano mo to eh, this is the thing that you love doing the most. Tapos, papaalala lang ng mga tao sa'yo na kung gano'n ka worthless, I guess. Parang gano'n. So, uh, be willing to fail. Uh, walang problema yun. Uh, failing is such a, such a natural part of life na kailangan siya mangyari. Uh, and then, ito, I, I write shit on my wall kasi para mm-hmm. maalala ko. Ayan. So, when it regards to failing, technically, if you do it, well, you do it for yourself, kahit mag-fail ka, panalo ka pa rin because you do it for yourself, that's a win. Uh, and then, you learn from, kunwari nag-fail ka or you feel like that was a failure, you learned it. It's still a progression towards, kahit sabihin nung baby step siya, half a step, uh, a sliver of a step, an inch towards your goal, it's still progress. Kesa hindi ka nag kesa tumitigil ka lang and you're, you're remaining stagnant right. and everything. So if you want to do something, the best way to do it is do it. Walang wala nang yeah. research or whatever or no, if you have an inkling on how to do it, do it. And then learn on the way. If you fail, okay lang. It's part of it. Um, kasi mga tao tatanong, anong ginagawa mo pag pag dito matawa yung mga tao? Sinasabi ko sa kanya, wala, mahirap, masakit. Ganyan. Eh, ganun eh. Mahirap yung comedy eh. Kung hindi siya mahirap, di, lahat ng tao ginawa siya. So, parang ganun. So, failing, uh, learn to fail, learn to fail gracefully is my idea, uh-huh. I guess. I guess in a stand-up comedy um, context, can you describe for us what uh, bombing is like? Kasi it sounds so scary eh, na parang magsasabi ka ng joke tapos walang tatawa diba? I think that's what most people who want to try stand up are afraid of diba? I mean what what was Super. your experience like going through something like that Parami dude like I I've done that so many times in my life like bombing that, that was such a part of it uh, sabi ni Seinfeld uh, sa baseball if you are a 300 hitter I'm not sure kung anong tama yung terms sa baseball terms pero if you hit 3 out of 10 above average player ka <laughs> that's that's how stand up is. So if you hit three out of ten, pretty good. We fail more than we do success. Or sabi natin 50 50. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just makes the success even better, I guess. Parang ganun. Yeah. Cool. Okay, on the other side, naman, is what's an example of bad advice that you've heard in your line of work as like a performer or comedian, or writer? Man, madami, madami. And um, pinaka-ayokong advice na narinig ko was 
try to know or parang try to know your od- uh, parang hanapin mo yung audience mo parang parang what do you wanna be parang ganun mm. and and yun yung magiging target mo baliktad eh kasi pag pag tinatry mong i-will yung yung comedic voice mo into into existence magiging fabrication ka of something na hindi genuine it's something you who you wanna be uh mahirap siyang i-achieve a comedy is about being genuine mm-hmm. so what I I counteract that with saying don't define your jokes let the jokes define you mm. wag kang like may mga tao na parang sige magsusulat lang ako ng edgy material na about politics and conspiracies I'm gonna be the conspiracy guy it won't come out authentic kasi pinoforce mo yung shit eh. pinoforce mo yung ano just do the jokes na maisip mo wag mong wag mo siya i-control wag mo siyang wag ka masyadong maglagay ng filter and everything let it flow let the jokes that let your body of work define your voice parang ganun. nice like that mm. okay uh, i think we'll just end yeah. it with um i want to ask <laughs> about your comedy heroes on i mentioned mo si dave chappelle is uh, on there on your yeah, wall yeah um mm. and you mentioned louis ck kanina um oh my god pwede ba tayong pag-usapan yan sige yeah um, i mean if you were to recommend <laughs> yeah. it to your audience people who are listening to this who love your comedy um uh, kung may i-shill ka na parang comedian na gusto mong uy pakinggan niya siya uh, who would it be mm. big three comedians is probably Dave Chappelle Louis CK and Bill Burr actually yun na lang yung pinaparad ko yun tatlo um some yung Adam Sandler 100% fresh is also one of the things i recommend pero uh Dave Chappelle Louis CK Bill Burr are the three parang most influential comedians sa akin So, if you enjoy my comedy, you'll definitely enjoy those guys. Sobrang galing ng tatlo. Okay, so that's it. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Red. I'm actually really excited to watch, finally, his comedy special live in Teatrino Green Hills. The show is on May 6, so my tickets pa. And all previous shows have sold out really fast, so baka may makuha pa kayo. Red is also on Spotify with two live comedy albums, Yung Mataba and Live at the Paper Lantern. So definitely check those out if you enjoyed this podcast. Find us at Kwentong Creatives on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can follow me at Giapuyat on Instagram. Big thanks to DJ ED the Fourth for our music and Laser Kaluya for our design and branding. 